Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth, coping with loneliness. You know, loneliness is one of the greatest problems people face today. I've read that loneliness is the leading cause of suicide. Wow, I didn't know that. And that it's the third greatest killer of students in the United States. Well, people feel all kinds of loneliness. One of the most common is the loneliness of solitude. For example, maybe a spouse passes away. Or the kids have moved away from home and you're in the house rattling around in there all by yourself. There's nobody to talk to, nobody to share your ideas and hurts and happy feelings with. Or maybe it's just a loneliness of there not being any of your friends to be with. Or your family doesn't call to check in very often. And all of your friends, well, they're busy with their own families and they don't have the time to spend with you. Now that's just the way life is. Or maybe you've just moved to a new area. You've left all of the familiar behind and you're starting out new. Maybe it's a new job, but also new surroundings. And you have to develop new relationships, but that isn't easy because other people around you already have established friends and family around them. And so it's not easy to break in. But then there's also the loneliness of suffering or the loneliness of sorrow and guilt and judgment. Probably most of us have experienced one or more of these types of loneliness and well, we wonder how to climb out of its darkness. Well, you know, as I look at the scriptures, the book of Psalms gives me hope and perspective in my own times of loneliness. Psalm 146 verse 8 says that the Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Hmm. This psalm is written to a group of people who are feeling overwhelmed with life and circumstances. And the psalmist says they are bowed down. In other words, they're feeling oppressed and hungry. They're sojourners, if you will. He's talking to people who are vulnerable and needy. They're feeling burdened and depressed. I visualize someone who has somehow been cut out of life they have no purpose or meaning because they're sitting under the weight of it all and you know today there are a lot of people feeling weighed down under a load of all kinds of things like financial pressure some people are burdened about how to pay their bills and an uncertainty about the future other people are weighed down with poor health or the health of a loved one which feels well overwhelming because they're the primary caregiver and things aren't getting easier and the finances are getting short there's the weight and burden of unresolved relationship problems or a failing marriage people struggle under the burden of children who aren't walking with the Lord there are so many things that can come and weigh us down in life and loneliness is another one of those and all of these things blur our perspective and make us wonder and even doubt God's love and attention at times now 
here's the good news of the psalm. I mean, we can't, we can't just stop with the burden, but we have to read on because it says, the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. That's good news. In other words, the God of hope comes along and lifts us up. God renews our hope. He invigorates us. You see, God is watching over each and every one of us. And did you, did you know that he loves you? But how does he lift us up? Well, Psalm 68 says that God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoner with singing. Now, there he's talking about the gifts of connection that we can find in a family. Now, I know not everyone has a biological family that they can connect with. And some people have a biological family, but, well, they're not a family they choose to connect with, if you get my drift. Or for some other reason, that connection just doesn't happen easily. Barb and I have that kind of a family. If we depended on our family to connect with, well, we'd always be very isolated and lonely people. But a family doesn't have to be biological. It can be your spiritual family or a relational family or a work family. For my wife and I, our family is tended to be our church family. Uh, they're the ones who really show interest in us, send us emails when we're sick, pray for us when we're going through difficult or just busy times, and generally encourage us in our walk with God. And it's in these families where we get inspired and nurtured, affirmed and nourished. Uh, we can send these people a text or a Facebook message and they will usually respond, even in small ways, showing us they care or are aware of our needs. By that I'm saying that when we're lonely, other people don't necessarily know that we're lonely. And we have to be the ones who reach out. One author said, staying vulnerable is a risk we have to take if we want to experience connection. In other words, we can't hide when we're in a family. I haven't lived near my family, that is my parents and brothers, for almost 43 years. Well, it's simply because of the large distance um, that we've had between each other. I haven't, I haven't had that kind of support from my family for a long time. And our kids are grown and married and with their own kids and they live busy lives. They don't often have time for connecting with us because of their own busy lives. And we've had to learn to live with that. And so for us, our church is our family. And we're thankful for those that we've connected with over the years and who have supported us in our journey. But it's not always possible to have people around us either. When you read the letters of Paul, most of them were prison epistles. He craved fellowship, and at one point he asked Timothy to come to see him in 2 Timothy 2. In fact, he said, come diligently. But Timothy didn't go and see him right away. And in fact, others who had been his companions were also absent. And it was during those times of intense loneliness that Paul found strength and comfort in God alone. He wrote in 2 Corinthians 1, Praise be to the God of all comfort who comforts us. You 
see when there's no one else submerge yourself in God's word and there you'll find the mighty arms of God surrounding you now I'm not saying that anything I've said today is a silver bullet to loneliness what I've discovered in my own journey is that overcoming loneliness can be just hard work and well we have to do the right things and not just wallow in the darkness curled up in a corner feeling sorry for ourselves it requires intention on our part and sometimes it's a matter of walking through the loneliness knowing that it won't always be this way thanks for listening i'll talk to you next week